0: Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: Basta mai and welcome to Spotlight. I'm Sarah Hendy, and on the program this week, the Arts Society Isle of Man tell us about their program of speakers, including a special guest tomorrow. We have more from the most recent Department for Enterprise Creative Industries Meetup, and Ramsey Grammar School raise the curtain on their staging of We Will Rock You tonight. Email me via spotlight at manxradio.com if you have any creative happenings you'd like to share with us all. And don't forget, you can find contact forms, links and listen again, plus our podcast, which you can download on the Manx Radio website. We begin this evening's programme with Florence Watts and Jill Quirk of the Arts Society Isle of Man, who have an exciting programme of visiting speakers to tell us about. But first, Jill Quirk tells us who the Society are
2: and what they do. The first thing I should say is that we are the Arts Society Isle of Man, because I have to, it's a difficult one, I have to try and make sure that people don't think that we are the other highly respected society on the island, the Isle of Man Art Society, who paint and create. Um, we're the Arts with an S Society, Isle of Man, and we appreciate. So we're about appreciating the arts in all their forms. So um, we are a society of 300 members. We belong to the national, the national society. Well, it's international now. The Arts Society, and we're one of its branches. And each branch tends to take the name of its location. So where are the Arts Society Isle of Man, but you'd be able to find the Arts Society Liverpool, the Arts Society Edinburgh, etc. cetera. Um, and uh, what we are mainly known for by those who have heard of us is our monthly lectures. So we meet monthly at the Manx Museum. Uh, we meet on the third Tuesday of every month and we have an hour's illustrated lecture on an arts-related topic so it's not just about painting or sculpture. It's much wider than that. It could be um, a talk about a famous writer. We just had a fascinating talk on the anatomical drawings of Leonardo da Vinci. That was delivered by a retired surgeon. So it was a really interesting take on Leonardo's work. It might be something musical. We've got one coming up called um, A Load of Balls. That's the history of the ball in all its forms, <laughs> Going right back, um, we had a very good one on the history of swimming pools
0: oh that was wonderful that was fascinating
2: Absolutely so you, they're, they're subjects that you, you'd yeah. think well fancy somebody even studying the history of yes. swimming pools and they will always will always be an art element they will they will have looked for mm. paintings of swimming pools photographs yes. of old swimming pools if that's the topic but the, the architect the architect architecture of Stunning. swimming pools yeah the lovely tiles in certain swimming pools it could, or it could be about a famous garden or a famous gardener um what else have we got coming up oh we had um Annie Gray, she lectures on the history of food. Very, very good. That was a fascinating one. Yeah. A lot of your listeners will have heard of her because she she's often on Radio Four. It's a program called The Kitchen Cabinet, I think. She's very, very good, highly amusing. Um, so it's a real a varied range of lectures. So that's the main thing we're known for. But also we have um, we have uh, volunteer work. So on the island we have the heritage volunteers. They've done work in the Manx Museum, did, helping to digitise records. Um, they've also been very busy at Milne Town. Um, They helped to uh, restore and clean all the books in the library and catalogue them. So their work was very much appreciated. They cleaned an enormous old chandelier and they're now waiting to find out what their next task will be. So that's very valuable work. And we also have something called church recording. And that's, um, you don't have to actually be a church goer, but people who are interested in the artefacts of churches, again volunteers, gather in, small, in a small group and they're going round the Isle of Man's churches making a record of all of the artefacts in each church and then that artefact becomes, it has to be created to a very high standard, it's bound in a beautiful book uh, and then a copy is presented to the Manx Museum, one to the Victoria and Albert Museum and one to the church itself. So that's really valuable work. And it it makes a record for posterity or say something was stolen from a church. You've got an absolute record of that particular piece of silver you know so it helps in the search for it this happens all over the country there are church recorders um, so that's something in fact your husband does it doesn't he Flo he's, yes, he's he a is, church he's recorder well, we, we've actually just finished Kirk Andreas haven't we yes. really recently mm. and just about to start Round church which is very handy for us because we live just away around the corner Yeah, <laughs> so that's something else that people might like to get involved in plus um, we um, donate uh, money to um, local arts related charities we've given bursaries to talent art students on the island so that they continue can continue their education in england um, but recently we've kind of changed our direction slightly and this year we were delighted to give a thousand pounds to the family library because again they have yes there's literature there but there are other arts related events uh, craft shops and that sort of thing language teaching that happen in the library so we were very pleased to be able to help the family library
1: Very busy society. I mean, it sounds like you've got so so much going on. Um, And as part of your series of lectures, you've got a particularly exciting one coming up on Thursday this week. I have indeed, yes.
2: Well, um, Mark who who is one of the presenters on the Antiques Roadshow... On Thursday, we've got an all-day event. We call it a day of special interest. We have one of these annually. Uh, Mark will be with us for the whole day. The event, um, there's a £45 charge to go to the event, which includes morning coffee and then a two-course lunch. And then Mark will be speaking about collecting in the morning. Um, And then we'll have lunch. And in the afternoon, people are invited to bring along portable object so not the grand yeah, piano small. or a small small <laughs> item of interest it could be something in their house that they've always wondered about, not necessarily to do with its value but just what was this thing for, you know, or how old is it or whatever. So people are invited to bring something along and then I think probably over lunch Mark will be having a look at these objects on a table and he'll pick out probably what he considers to be the most interesting ones to hold up and talk about in the afternoon. So I think that'll be a really good event and there are a few places left if any of you are listeners are interested yeah
1: because that's that's not only open to members that's open to the general public as well
2: and that's something else i should mention because to be a member um, annual membership costs 50 pounds and includes the 10 monthly lectures but uh, people who and we do have a small waiting list so it's always worth sort of seeing if you can get onto the waiting list and as soon as space becomes available we welcome you with open arms but anyone is welcome to come along as a guest to any of the lectures uh i think in the isle of man examiner each week in their social calendar it tells people what this month's lecture will be and you can come along as a guest and it just costs 10 pounds so it's obviously better value to be a member but on a one-off basis it's 10 pounds for a lecture Mm -hmm. yeah so people Um... we always welcome guests and friends I mean, they're very professional speakers. We, we have a wealth of speakers to choose from. I think there are 300 speakers. Some of them could have, have up to about 15 individual lectures on different topics. So um, we're able to have a real variety going on. That's
1: really exciting. If people are hoping to, to attend lectures, find out more, where can they, where can they find you?
2: Well, our membership secretary would be the person to ring if they want to come along as a guest. And he's called Mike Everton-Jones. Shall I give you his phone number?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: You can contact Mike on 840069 and ask if you could come along to a lecture. Um, And as I say, we we meet in the Manx Museum. People should have a look in the papers and think, oh, there's a lecture coming up. I quite fancy. uh, And give Mike a ring. Lovely. Well, thank you very much
1: for joining us today. Well, thank you we'll for inviting us. Can't wait to see how it goes on Thursday. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: Now we step back to the most recent Department for Enterprise Creative Industries meet-up to hear from Adrian and Paul who had some fantastic new ventures to tell us about the island's media scene.
0: I'm Paul Hardman, I'm the uh, finance director and half owner of a company called Flix Facilities, we're just setting up on the island, Uh, signed a a new lease on a premises on Finch Road yesterday. Hi there, I'm Adrian Bell and I'm the um, owner or
3: half owner and creator director of the Dome at the Nunnery which is a fully immersive 360 degrees cinema and planetarium.
1: You've both got a similar agendas when it comes to inspiring and teaching people on the Isle of Man um, in animation and media and production.
3: Well being based at the Dome at the Nunnery which is a great location, there's a lot of companies being introduced to the island and coming around looking at various facilities uh, where they can relocate. Um, And I do have a passion for for teaching, so I listened to all these companies and decided, yes, we're going to start an animation academy. So we're working really hard to get that up and running in January. Uh, The main part of it is 50% will be um, training and teaching for them, but the other 50%, hopefully, they will be working on a production so their CV has got good credentials
1: and possibly uh, working in production at your very own establishment, potentially?
0: Well, we are a post-production company that specialises in creating clusters. We have people cluster around us, and it's important to us to uh, foster um, uh, on-island talent to be able to work with us on, on the... Uh, projects that we're going to bring to the island so it's very important that we do uh, have an interaction with with the likes of what Adrian's trying to do when in our facility in Manchester we have very close links with uh, UTC which is the one of the main media colleges in the UK we we also have uh, close links with Salford University so it's something that that we do as a matter of course
1: and in terms of projects, um, there are some big projects that you've, you've worked on that we'll definitely recognise.
0: We have, yeah, we, we, we've we worked on a number of different projects. We've worked on things like Firchester Hotel with Sesame Street. I was just talking to Adrian about the, the work we do with Tim Burton. Um, we've had things like Postman Pat, and earlier on than that, they... Rupert the Bear. All the bears are the same to me. but have got to say middle name. The Bear. (laughs) 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 Um, We we also have some fairly iconic series that we've done in the past. We've done Rip Off Britain for the BBC. Um, We have uh, just recently finished our fourth feature film in the last 18 months. Uh, The second of which is, is a film called Starfish... Uh, dealing with a very um, important subject of sepsis uh, we also have a film that's been written by Joe Brand called The More You Ignore Me which uh, is, is about depression and uh, it's a kind of black comedy but it features the music of the Smiths so that, that's that's quite an interesting one and um, one that I think is a, it's a real uh, interesting film is called Strange Ways Here We Come which again is a comedy so uh, that's that's the type of stuff that we do anyway type of projects
1: and adrian you've got quite big projects to your name as well um, just remind us of your career to date <laughs>
3: <laughs> well just like fix Flix was started from ex-employees at cosgrove productions which was based in manchester and i was fortunate enough to also work there um, and then came back to the island and set up an animation studio and was a consultant at the max multimedia center So I've had a great passion uh, for teaching and love the career that it can be, that it can lead to. But I must stress that although it's going to be an animation academy, animation is such a great grounding in the creative sector. You know, you learn about um, scripting and character design, character building, um, storyboarding, editing, the whole lot. So. The skills are very transferable, whether or not you're going to end up in graphic design or you know, for say, you know, the growing e-gaming sector that's up in the island. Now, I know all these companies are screaming out for the talent, you see. So if we can get our own indigenous talent base here working on productions that, like Paul has, has got, um, it's going to be a great opportunity for them.
1: An incredible opportunity that I couldn't have imagined seeing here on the island, but the fact that you've both chosen to locate yourselves here shows that although we're small, there's a, we're unique and we offer unique opportunities. What was it that made you decide that you wanted to be on the Isle of Man?
0: Well, from our perspective, we are northwest-based, so the Isle of Man is very accessible to us. It's only... Well, it depends if you get the easy jet flight, but it, it, it can be as short as 20-minute flight from Liverpool. Uh, we're exactly 100 miles as the crow fr- flies from the centre of Douglas to, to Media City. The connectivity is great. The, the, the lifestyle here is great. The people are great. We've we've been encouraged by the government and the people that we've we've spoken to in government have been very, very helpful, particularly Zoe and dan walker and nick Preskey. We, we, we we've had a lot of help and assistance in that respect and it, it's it seems to be in our dna that we want to set up places we, we just recently set up a facility in birmingham um the isle of man will have a, a percentage of our work because that's what works because uh, as zoe was saying there is um attractions to be in other jurisdictions you know the, the tax credit is, is particularly attractive if you want to set up in Tenerife or uh, Ireland or uh, Canada or places like that but we are very proud to be in the UK and we want to find solutions that work for not just the North West but the island as well that's why we're here all, all of those things work for us um, the, the hardest part is I've got to come and live here and, and that's not that's not a that's not an issue at all I'm very happy to do that mm-hmm. and I, I think the island's amazing it's an amazing place with some amazing people and some talented people as well
1: we love it don't we and Adrian you must be one of the few who has found opportunities and created opportunities for themselves in this industry as a native um, of the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm.
3: I have to admit that when I came back to the island, once I told people that I'd worked on Danger Mouse, it just helped so much. The work started flooding in. You know, people saying, can you uh, draw this? Can you illustrate this? Can you animate that? So I set up my own you know, graphic agency. But then I was head to start the animation company in Ramsey, which led to the film uh, the film studio. And Then I was head to go help out at the Maximum Media Center. So I saw that there was this People want to get into this sector, um, but like we've talked about, you know, a lot of these one-off films, they come and they go. So the more that we can get these you know, long-running um, series here, and produced here, uh, or connected here, I think it's a great opportunity, um, and not to be missed.
1: Absolutely, I completely agree. And how do we um, keep track of how things are developing, but also maybe get in touch with you to, uh, to, yeah, to pursue these opportunities?
0: Well, we're going to be around for a while now. Um, we actually start building the facility next week. Uh, we start moving kit in. We will be advertising for jobs on the island as well. So we're, go- we're going to be fairly um, visible in, in, in what we're doing from now on. Uh, we had to wait until so we had the commitment from certain areas, but say we've now made a long-term commitment. We've signed a lease, so we will be building a facility, and that facility will launch Probably within the next two months.
1: It's Flix, we need to be looking out for F-L-I-X. Flix.
0: It's FlixFacilities.com, is our UK website. We will have um, an Isle of Man website as well. It's going to have an IM somewhere in it. Well, as I was mentioned, uh, we're the
3: Dome at the Nunnery, very simple website, it's thedome.im, and um, there's a contact page there which you can fill in, um, and I get the emails. Sent through us and well it's got all my contact details on the website actually as well.
1: Well, we can't wait to see things, uh, how things develop. Thank you very much for your time this evening. Thank you.
0: Spotlight brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: If you heard mandate yesterday, you'll know that Ramsey Grammar School premiered their staging of We Will Rock You Tonight. Alex Watton visited the school to find out more. Every day
0: So I'm playing the lead, Galileo
4: I'm Sean, and I'm playing Gary I'm Michaela, and I'm playing Kill Queen I'm also Sean, and I'm playing Now, you're all quite young How much do you know about the characters you're playing?
1: Well, who doesn't love a bit of Queen, let's be real I just love the song, and it kind of Because you know the songs of Queen You can kind of get into the characters from that So I've fun, it not week Were
4: there any songs that you weren't sure of and you had to learn?
1: Bohemian Rhapsody is always a tricky one With a harmonies. No doubt, no doubt.
4: I didn't know who wants to live forever, but we've just worked on it, and
0: it's now one of my favourite Queen songs.
4: It's it's quite ironic because I'm playing Killer Queen, but when I got the character, I didn't know the song Killer Queen until I practiced it for audition. <laughs> <laughs> That's very bad but yes. Okay. Do you like it now? I love it. I love it. I, I've had Queen on repeats for the past like five weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's all the time. time. <laughs> Rosie Will Jones and I'm the head of music at Ramsey Grammar School. You've just been dubbed the brainchild behind the production, is that fair? Am I the fall guy? Is that what I mean? No, (laughs) no, I I suggested it, yeah. So what made you want to do this show in particular? I just think the songs are amazing, you can't get any better than Queen really and the kids loved it, so yeah, it was was an obvious choice I think. Really demanding music as well, were you nervous at all about maybe the younger voices being able to manage it? absolutely terrified <laughs> once you've made a decision you have to stick your, with your guns don't you um, and they've risen to the challenge to be fair they're, yeah. they're singing their lungs out so yeah. yeah really proud of them all i went to randy grammar school i was involved in some productions i don't remember them being quite this big no we, we're growing them year upon year Um the, the students just really love getting involved it's so much fun and it brings the school together so it's fabulous for, for the whole school i think and the, the community we mm-hmm. get a lot of support from everyone so is that something this, you think the school as a whole should be doing more of, potentially, a bit more of the arts? I'm always going to say yes yeah, to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, yeah. What's been the best part for you? I think when, it, when you finally get it put together and you think, we've got a show, that's always the moment for me where I just think we've, this has been worth it. And I think it has this morning to prove that again. so. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's been brilliant, kind of. yeah, especially
0: it brings us all together as well. And it's just having um, a
1: good laugh, isn't it? Yeah, I loved it. I really enjoyed just doing it.
4: Can't wait. Bring on Wednesday. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's not the only premiere this week. Nine Across Comedy launched their first event at half past seven this Friday evening at Guys and Dolls, featuring local stand-up comedians and Harriet Dyer, Maff Brown and Angelos Epithemiu, who you might recognise from shooting stars, among other things. The event is 18+, so don't forget your ID, and tickets are available from Geff.im. Also on Friday, Kipper Cayley are hosting a Hopcine celebration at Craig Niche from 7 o'clock. Tickets are £20 and include supper, stories, music and, of course, a Kaylee. Saturday at Compton Vaults in Castletown brings us Moot Madness with music till midnight from local talent, including the fabulous Bisky Brisht. <laughs> their version of HopChinae, which we all enjoy. Also celebrating Chine are the Cared Collective, who are popping up at the Pinewood Studio this weekend, along with Flo the Coffee Van and many others besides. There'll be henna and face painting, alongside the usual revamped and vintage furniture and homeware of the Pinewood Studio, vintage and handmade clothing from Flamingo and Reap What You Sew, speed portraits by Kim G, and local crafts and designs from Quinn Shipton, Alice Fail, vale, and Granny Sheard. The event runs from 12 till 7 on Saturday and 1 till 5 on Sunday and it's a cash only event so do prepare in advance. Next Wednesday sees the opening of Janet Lee's exhibition Evidence of Humanity at Noah Bakehouse which features photographs from her exhibition at the Festival Interceltique de Lorient with the exception of one image which is currently being exhibited in London. You can view the work during regular Bakehouse opening hours and it's well worth a visit. And finally today, I hate to use the C word so far in advance, but in order to give you time to prepare, I'm going to have to. I'll be hosting a special Christmas programme alongside Howard Kane. We'd love to share your seasonal stories, poetry and everything in between. So do send your submissions to spotlightatmanxradio.com before the end of November to be included. And that's all for this week. Join me again next Wednesday at half past five, where we'll be followed by a Tammy Ginders Hop g a special after the six o'clock news. Have a lovely creative week. Slend you.